Vision for El Paso podcast is sponsored by Amerigroup, your partner for a healthier life, and the El Paso Community Foundation for good, for El Paso, forever. Welcome to Vision for El Paso podcast. Welcome to another episode of Vision for El Paso podcast. Today's guest is Andrew de Avila. He is an assistive technology specialist, and I've got to admit, he is able to do a whole lot more with uh, his phone, his tablet, his computer than I am. So that is why uh, Andrew is our guest again, uh, because a lot of us have these devices, and he is here to help us use them to their maximum capacity, where they uh, assist and help us as much as possible. So welcome on the show. Hey, everyone. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing me back, Mike. So I, I learned a lot uh, from the last time you were on the show. Uh, and it was, once again, it was one of those things where I had the devices, I just needed to download some of the apps. And there was, a you know, some of the things that you said kind of connected with uh, with the apps. So I was like, okay, this is how this is going. So um, today, what would you like to talk about? There's a lot of cool apps out there. Um, you know, we could definitely go hours and hours of teaching, training, learning about different accessibility apps. But uh, I definitely want to touch on three apps today. Um, Google Assistant being one, um, Alexa, and there's one called Tunity. Uh, and I could start uh, with the Google Assistant. Have you ever heard of this app, Google Assistant, Mike, on your iPhone or iPad? Now, is this, is, does this operate the same way if I have like the Google iHome or the Alexa home device? Exactly. It's exactly that. Um, you know, everyone says, hey, Google or hey, Alexa. Uh, a lot of these um, accessibility users have these devices at home. But these applications, a lot of people don't realize you can take these apps on the go with you. You could download these to any Android or iOS device. When I say iOS, it's uh, an Apple device. So whether that be an iPad, an iPod, an iPhone, uh, these apps are uh, totally free to download. All you do is you just log into your account and you have these cool apps with you on the go. They're, they're really cool. They're really neat. The way they work at home is exactly the, wor- the way they work on the phone. So you could say, hey, Google, what's the weather like it to be like? Or hey, Google, uh, let's play a trivia game. And there's some really cool games on both platforms, like on the Google Assistant and Alexa. Um, have you played any games or how do you use your, your smart device at home? No, that's the, so yeah, we do play the, the trivia games on the, the Google home. We do play um, kind of like something as simple as if you're going to play a board game or you're trying to make a decision, uh, you can get them to audibly roll a dice for you or a die. Uh, depending how you want to do it. Uh, And then obviously information like for myself, I admit I am not a great speller. So a lot of times Google is spelling stuff for me as I'm uh, doing some, some writing and I'm just waiting for Google to be like, really dude, you can't spell that word. (laughs) So, and so even though like I primarily use uh, Apple devices, you would be able to download Google as an app to work on an iOS device? So um, on Android and iOS platforms, you want to download the app called Google Assistant. And also the other one's called Amazon Alexa. 
and it's on both platforms, Android and iOS users. And yeah, you just like, use them exactly, you know, like the way you would use them at home. Uh, instead of you yelling at a speaker, you're yelling at your phone. Hey Alexa, hey Google. And people ask like, well, why not just use Siri? Uh, Siri's still kind of limited with, with stuff um, on what it can do. It'll do a lot of web searches for you. Um, so you gotta go in and just use your screen reading software like VoiceOver. You know, to swipe and swipe and, oh, there's the information. Uh, the Google Assistant, Alexa, it verbally tells you, um, you know, give me a recipe for uh, buttery biscuits. And they'll say, do you want to hear the ingredients? Uh, you know, or do you want to hear the cooking instructions? And so it gives you that step-by-step, -step, which is really cool on the Google Assistant and Alexa. And that's where Siri kind of falls short. You don't, you don't get that cool interaction but you can have all three platforms on the phone with you. So you can select, you know, whether you want to use Siri or Google or Alexa and kind of accommodate yourself no matter, you know, where you're at or what you're doing. Yeah. See, and I think that that's where it would make sense where if one platform doesn't uh, describe it audibly the way you would like it, then you try the other one. And if not that one, then you try the other one. And if there's no cost and you have the memory space to download, the other two on there might as well, uh, because a lot of times I know like sometimes like my Google assistant, uh, like the uh, Google home will tell you, you know, oh, here's a picture of whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, that's not going to do me any good. So then I'll go to the other platform and have it audibly tell me. Exactly. Yeah. And you're getting all three on the phone. And I guess you're it's on the go with you, whether you get to take a vacation. Um, I, I use paratransit service to get to work. Uh, so sometimes I'll pull up a game like, hey, let's play movie quiz or song quiz. A lot of people also don't know that you could even play uh, escape room games. So instead of having to pay the $100 to go to the escape room, you have a fully interactive, accessible escape room experience. Really? Um, yeah, there's one like uh, I just played the other day is uh, you're trying to escape a, a jail cell and it'll describe the room like, hey, there's a bed to the left. There's a door in front of you. And you would tell it like, hey, look to the left or let's look under the bed. Um, and you're looking for clues. And it it's totally interactive, fully accessible. It's an, an escape room experience for you. So if you get bored, you could just say, hey, Alexa, let's play escape room games. Or, hey, Google, let's play an escape room game. They both have it. <laughs> See, uh, try it and, out. It's really cool. And I'm picturing you taking public transit and, and sitting there and somebody behind you just listening to you. Try to cut the, the, the bars in half. Try, try to break out of jail. Look under the bed. And they're like, is he assisting somebody on breaking out of jail? Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that, that guy definitely needs services. Um, so I wait to wait to um, on paratransit to play that game too. Nice. To, to blend in. Yeah, yeah, blending in. That That's always key. Uh, yeah. tell, tell me about the next I just hope the driver's not listening to me. You're like, go left. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's good. You don't seem suspicious at all. Yeah, you could wait to, <laughs> to get home to you play some of these games. Yeah. <laughs> now the next um, app that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, there's a really cool app now that we're in March. March Madness going strong, moving into our Sweet 16. Uh, there's an app that I've used before, and I use now um, but it's called tunity it's t-u-n-i-t-y tunity and this app is is if you're gonna go maybe to a bar or to a restaurant and a lot of these places will have the tvs playing the game they don't have a muted or the volume 
turned down. Um, the Tunity app allows you to scan that television that's playing the game and it'll pull the audio stream so you can listen to the audio stream on your phone. So if you want to watch, uh, I don't know, a Texas Longhorn game <laughs> tomorrow, or uh, if you just want to you know, watch a Final Four or a boxing match, um, a lot of the times it will have those boxing matches. It depends if it's like a pay-per-view or not. But a lot of the local stuff, you know, CBS, TNT, um, you know, the basic cable stuff, it'll definitely have it. Uh, but yeah, you just pull out the Tunity app, scan the TV, and you'll get the audio right at your table. So you're not having to fight the crowd and list, try to listen to what's going on. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to pull it right there on your phone. And the reason why this is a, a huge advantage is because it is designed for the sighted person where there's 10 TVs on a different channel, um, all muted completely. And uh, in, when people are watching the game, like it's going to show throw the score up or you're going to see your team score, get scored on. And so you'll hear people cheering at tables and you're, yeah, you're completely cut out of that experience until, until this. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you're able to see what's going on. I, I do it a lot um, with soccer games, um, especially the USA soccer team or Mexico. Um, it'll pull that stream and you're, you know, you're watching the game with everybody else. Um, the cool thing here about being here in Austin, we have pluckers, and they got like hundreds of TVs all over the place playing different sports. So um, I get to, you know, pull out the app, take a picture or scan the TV I want, and I'm listening to, you know, that TV uh, on my phone. See, and what I'm going to add to this is, and that's, um, I can't take credit for it because I discovered it because of you. Uh, and it's, Bose has a uh, head. Uh, how would you describe them? headphone glasses? Uh, they're considered bone conducting um, technology. Uh, so it's you're getting the sound through the bone conduction of the skull, um, and that's how you're able to hear that information because you're not having to put in headphones into the ear to hear it through the ear canal, uh, but you're getting it more through like the bone conducting of the um, like your skull. And what it, it looks like, it looks like just like a regular pair of glasses, but the two side parts that go over your that's that hold the glasses on, they're probably just a hair bigger than average glasses. And that contains all the components and the the button that controls everything. But you're able to hear all the outside sound because if um if you want to be able to interact with whoever's at your table or your server but you want to hear the game like you just mentioned, these are great because you could, and you don't, and if you don't want to be the guy in the restaurant with the sunglasses on, you could still put the sunglasses on top of your head and just turn the volume up a little bit more. Uh, and you don't have to be sunglasses indoors guy. You know, I, I love the glasses cause I'm guilty of having to do the honeydews where my wife tells me, Hey, you need to go do this and this, or we need to go to, you know, visit our friends you know, I'll put on my Dallas Cowboy football game through the glasses and nobody even knows I'm watching the game. <laughs> um, no, it, it's great. I was like, because it yeah. is considered kind of social taboo when you're in a public situation and you put on the headphones, you're kind of telling the world like, hey, don't talk to me. I'm this whatever's on these headphones is more important than what's going on in the outside world. But if people have no idea that your sunglasses are reading you your text messages, playing the game or whatever else, 
and it sounds phenomenal. Now, if you buy these things new, and this is not an endorsement for Bose. I wish we had an endorsement where they're you know sending us free pairs to talk about, but that's not the situation. Andrew, you paid brand new for these things. They're about three hundred dollars. Uh, close to three hundred. I got them as a Father's Day gift. Uh, but yeah, they're close. Retail price are about three hundred bucks, so tax included. Um, the cool thing too about the glasses is they're not only just for men, but they also make pair for women. So there's women sports lenses, there's men sports lenses, and there's also men and women. Uh, they look like they look like the um, the glasses to reduce blue light. So like people will wear glasses looking at the screen oh, at a computer it. to um, to protect their vision. Uh, they have blue light. Um, so they also sell both like just regular glasses with the clear lenses for both men and women. And yeah, all the apps, all the stuff we're discussing today, we're definitely not endorsing or not getting paid by, um, by these companies. We're just talking about them because, you know, they're helpful for me and I know they could be helpful for others. And also where I work, they use those both bone conducting lenses uh, for orientation and mobility, O&M, because uh, there are O&M apps out there. And so that they, um, so I think you hear the traffic going by or be aware of their surroundings. Uh, they'll lend uh, those students these Bose glasses to be able to hear the app and hear what's around them. Nice. Now, the other thing I will say, though, is I know when I said that these things are about $300, people are like, oh, geez, I'm not going to spend $300 on glasses. And that's what I said. So I went on eBay and Bose has uh, a refurbished uh, Bose store on eBay. So, and so I don't know how long they'll be there, but they do have them. I guess somebody returned them or whatever. And then they, they take them, they replace the the batteries and make sure they're they're in good condition. And I only paid $108 for mine. And they they feel like they're new. I was like, and they're a whole lot less expensive. They've made, honestly, it's been a game changer for me because I'm able to, if you're like at a business meeting uh, and you have a text message and you're like, oh, was that for my boss? Or was that for my wife? Whoops, same thing. Um, I'll go through and I can kind of click and it'll it'll play back the message without interrupting whatever's being said at the table, I'll play it through my glasses and everybody at the table still thinks that I'm fully engaged in this meeting. Whereas the way everybody else could normally glance over and check their messages, you now, now have that ability. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and two, um, also to touch on the glasses and the pricing of it. Um, if you do have a vocational rehab case, so just depending on what state uh, you listening this uh, podcast from uh, different states have different um, options of being able to purchase this kind of technology as long as there's a good justification for it. Um, talk to your vocational rehabilitation counselor also, and this could also be a possibility of something in them being able to purchase for you as an accommodation. Absolutely. If you can justify it, and there's a lot of reasons why you'd be able to justify something like this, um, I I love them. So that's that's my like two cents. It's like. I don't have a whole lot of technology the way you do, Andrew, but like these, I, I kind of saw you using them and it changed a whole lot of things for me because whatever you could hear on your phone, but now now nobody knows that you're listening to it on, on your glasses. Uh, and you said yeah. you had another oh, app yeah. that you want to talk about. They're cool. Yeah, and you can also replace the lenses. So they sell different lenses for them too. So if you want some red ones or yellow to reduce the glare um, and they're all polarized. So yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, no, and and... <laughs> So my my thing is like I just didn't want to look like a dork inside, and I, that's what I was worried about, like oh, being sunglasses inside guy. But 
knowing that you could put them on top of your head, then then I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, and there there's also an app too where I've seen or I've, I've also taught people to use too is there's a built-in um, magnifier app that most people aren't aware of as well. Um, and the built-in magnifier, you could even just tell Siri, hey, open magnifier. And what it is, it's, it's turning your camera into a cctv or a closed circuit television uh so uh, or you could also uh, consider like a handheld uh so you could be able to zoom in uh, change the color contrast change the brightness so just depending on what your visual needs are you have a handheld cctv on your phone that comes already built in um, so you could change the colors uh, you know whether you want the black background with the white font um, you could zoom in. I think it zooms in to about 16 times. It's mag- um, the standard. And but there's a cool feature with the iOS 16 that was uh, that came out, and it's called door detection. And it's on the magnifier app for some reason. But uh, it has door detection and people detection. And I've used it with those glasses that you're talking about. And when you put the door detection, it'll tell you there's a door, you know, 16 feet away. And as you come closer to it, it it makes like a little, like a beeping sound almost, but um, not as high pitch as a beeping sound. But it, it gets faster as you get closer to the door. Really? Yeah, it's it's really cool. And that's a built-in, that's just a standard iOS 16 feature on the Magnifier app. Um, I use the people detection. Uh, I have a two-year-old who likes to just sleep wherever, on the, fo- <laughs> on the floor, on the couch. Um <laughs> And I'll turn on the people feature and start scanning the room and like, oh, she's on the floor. There she is. No, but I mean, it makes perfect sense because as a lot of people don't realize like how complicated things get when, when you're just like, you know, if there's somebody sleeping and you're, you're like, oh man, like, let me, you know, scan the phone around. And I, that way I know my kid's sleeping. I was like, and it could be a safety thing. If like, if, because I'll admit my wife is the one she hears something. She's like, I'm the least qualified to go look for whatever that noise was in the dark. She's like, <laughs> hey, I heard something. Go out there and look for it. I'm like, really? Me? You're going to send me out there? So if you turn on this app, I was like, if there's somebody standing there hiding there, then at least you stand a better chance of it detecting it rather than you just walking into whatever situation that is. Right. And if they're coming at you, it's going to beep faster. <laughs> <laughs> the more beeps, the faster you run. <laughs> exactly. But no, I was like, and I don't know if that happens to you because I was like, you're married too. Are you, are you the guy in charge of finding out what the random noises in the dark? Oh yeah. No, for sure. Man, that sounded loud and scary. Go check. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah. You're like, so. Hey, it sounds like somebody loading a gun downstairs. Go look. Um, <laughs> so what happened was, and see, at least you're able to, you know, turn on the app. You got the phone in your hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> so tell so, me about. I'm, I'm the first one to jump on the ring app. Like, I don't know. Let me check the ring. <laughs> right. No, that, that makes sense. And are you, so how do you get to this portion of, of the app to get to uh, this magnifier? So, um, 
it's under if you open up your settings app and go to accessibility there's a magnifier option if you go to the bottom uh, it'll say um, it's an option to be able to triple click your power button um, there's some people use this to turn voiceover on and off so it's a triple click and they'll say turn voiceover off turn voiceover on um, the, the shortcut you can also add things to that triple click and magnifiers one um, but the way I teach it is I just tell people hey tell Siri to open magnifier simple as that and it'll open up the magnifier um, and it's at the bottom there's a little menu we call a menu bar at the bottom all the different features and at the very far right corner the bottom right corner it'll say detection mode and you could turn these features on and off through there through you know person um, door detection and I believe there's an image detection but uh, that one I think is still kind of being tweaked um, it, it doesn't describe it very well, but the door detection and the person detection is really, really good. And like I said, it tells you even the distance, uh, how far the door is. And, you know, a lot of us go into public restrooms and like, how do I get out of, how do I get out of this labyrinth? Uh, you could pull it up then and, you know, try to find the door to, to get out. See, and that's a tough situation. I was like, and I still struggle with that because uh, I did notice that if you go into, and I've, I've made like mental notes and maybe I should have a file. Like if you go into a McDonald's, their, their floor plan for bathrooms is identical in the, in the newer ones. So if you've been in the bathroom, one McDonald's, you've been in, in all the new ones. So I was like, oh, wow, because we had gone on a trip and we're stopping at different uh, rest stops, different uh, restroom breaks, but they were all McDonald's. And I followed the exact same pattern at every single one. And I was like, oh, OK, I should make a, a note here that this is how this is. But it's not like that everywhere where it's standard. So sometimes it is like really complicated to to maneuver. And it's kind of just a weird, awkward situation. Uh, and then also trying to figure out, like, if you're able to use a phone, you still are trying to figure out how not to trigger people that, you know, have them assume you're Facebook Live or something walking into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, this guy. <laughs> yeah. And it'll even recognize door stalls. It'll, it'll recognize those as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And that's, and it's definitely a tricky situation because everything's good. But if you have something like these glasses or headphones, because once uh, they turn on those really loud hand dryers, then, then there goes that here. If, if you don't have enough volume, you can't hear where your phone's telling you to go this way, go that way. Um, so you, you got to carefully plan. If uh, anybody has questions about uh, these apps or how to get to these, how could they reach you, Andrew? Uh, I created an email address uh, just for this podcast. It's drewtech, D-R-E-W-T-E-C-H at gmail.com. Uh, so drewtech at gmail.com. And you could send any questions you have or just anything, really. It doesn't even have to be tech related. If it's a resource you're looking for or, um, you know, just if you need to talk to someone, uh, send me an email. Um, you know, I'm happy to reach out, happy to put you in contact with the right people. So anything I could do to help, um, you know, send me an email. And that's the purpose of this podcast to help you find all those resources. So if you listen to any of the episodes, there's a link on every single episode to that resource, that individual. So if you have more questions or you're trying to uh, get signed up for those programs, every single episode, we'll have those links, just like uh, Andrew mentioned that that email 
Uh, and we are, and I'm glad you mentioned that because we are working on putting together some support groups uh, and we will hopefully in the next two episodes be talking to uh, a couple of organizers that will help you connect with those groups where if you just want to talk or if you just want to see if anybody else has creative input or, or just daily living input, uh, it's, it's going to be on there. So Drew... Thank you for helping us. And I want this to be a continuing series where we maximize the devices that we already have. Because, you know, to buy another iPhone, to buy another tablet, to buy... If we have that iPhone or if we have that tablet, let's let's figure out how to maximize those items to make them uh, be extra helpful. Yeah, no, definitely. And maybe even the next one, I could show you how to use your old technology devices as maybe like your own home security system or something cool like that. Maybe how to reuse your old tech and bring it back, bring it back to life. Or you could be like me. My old tech is actually my current tech because my I... <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Thanks again, Andrew. No problem. You guys have a good one. This episode of Vision for El Paso was brought to you by Amerigroup and the El Paso Community Foundation. For more information on our sponsors, please visit our show notes.